Hi, I'm Lizzie, and my best friend has a book with over a thousand and twenty-ish writing prompts. What do we do with all those writing prompts, you ask? We talk about them. We create weird, interesting, deep, very chaotic stories that should definitely be turned into an actual piece of media. Definitely. This is the Propcast. Especially... I was going to say, especially for screenwriting assignments. Yes. So, episode 20, we are recording this well in advance because... Yours truly has an assignment upcoming where I believe the prompt book might be helpful. So we are recording this um, at the start of April and this episode will be coming out well and truly after then to avoid any kind of plagiarism um, potential there. Um, And this is just, it's going to be a bit of a different podcast episode. It's going to be a bit more brainstorming for me trying to somewhat develop a story that I could write for my assignment. And I have a couple of personal parameters for this. So I would really like to create a story that I could translate into an actual short film. I I want to make something that is feasible to direct in like our current state. You get what I mean? I get what you mean. Usually we write stories that are like super chaotic. Yeah. And that, um, but it'd be nice to have one that like you could feasibly make into a short film mm-hmm. like for a student assignment. Exactly. And so my I've... book is attacking my headphones. <laughs> I have this idea that I want to actually, because the uni that I attend is actually adjacent to the high school we went to. Adjacent. Sorry. Um, we've been talking about the word adjacent all morning, not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but I would really like the opportunity to like go into one of the drama classes that I was so fond of and see if there are any students who would like to actually get some experience in being in a short film. Cute. Um, like building up their portfolio as well as helping me with my own. Um, I mean, they could use it for, I think, with performance at the uni that we go to, you have to have like a portfolio or addition or something. Exactly. So I figured, and because I was I was pretty good at drama in high she school. She dunced it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and I had I did have quite a reputation, particularly amongst the staff at our high school. So um, I don't know the staff has had a switch up. So I don't know if the teachers are still there. But if they oh, are, no. go for it. that's okay. I can just be like, "Hi, remember me?" I mean, also my aunt's a drama teacher. So if you need that's a really good students, point, actually. That's a really really other good students. Point. Yeah, but I'd love if to we do want that. to develop a play. I would have loved that opportunity mm. if like people from high from the university had come over and been like hey we want some students to be in our short film if you want to build up your portfolio send us an audition you don't have to get an agent or anything this will just be helpful for you Mm. um that opportunity would have been so helpful for me to have yes Um, so i'd like to provide that for others so basically that narrows my parameters down to able to be filmed and late teen kind of cast i dig it i dig it yeah um yeah so for my assignment it has to be a 10 minute short film as far as i'm aware 10 Um, minutes and we've been really delving into discussing the wound of characters so what's in their past that they that isn't 
quite uncovered until a pivotal moment and explains why they are the way that they are. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's titled as like The Wound. So I don't call it that. I just... It's just kind of someone's backstory, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. I don't have any professional writing training and that like the most I have is when our Italian teacher would give us English grammar lessons, which I appreciated <laughs> like so much. But like there's just things that I know to do as a writer or I understand the concepts as a writer that I don't need explained to me. Mm-hmm. But like there's actually terminology for them and some people don't know about them. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I'm like, oh, I realize it's the thing. Like I don't know if it's because of like my vast reading. I mean, I did do like one unit at uni of creative writing. Yeah, that would have given you the basis of yeah. like giving you the um, the glossary to actually talk about what you've already known. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the main pieces of criteria that I need to kind of hit are obviously a, an engaging protagonist, a clear, relatable story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, something that's going to really affect people and yeah. going to speak to them. Like that's kind of the story that I attempt to write when I do have to do these kinds of things is that I want to convey a message that maybe hasn't been heard before. Or maybe it has been heard, from, but not from this perspective. Yeah. Well, okay, there's two things. There's two things that I'll be bringing to the table because, mm-hmm. again, I want you to kind of direct to this episode because this is your assignment. Yes. I'm just here. Like, we've done this in the past with previous assignments like, mm-hmm. for you, like just bouncing ideas because sometimes what you need, like, that's me when I have a story idea. I need to bounce ideas off. Yeah. So I just don't have creative assignments. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bad. That's your degree that you chose. <laughs> I chose this life. But I love it. I love my degree. Anyway. Um, no, there's two things, like two kind of options or proposals because things that resonate. Mm-hmm. Um, one is like, you know, when you have that character, the character you really love and they have that dream and then they don't get to achieve their dream. Yeah. Like, that is always heartbreaking. Exactly. So I'm thinking that and you could maybe make that relatable. Mm-hmm. Or if, this is something that I did read. See, Instagram gives me all the straight facts. Oh, beautiful. They're like characters that people love are usually like juxtapositions. Mm. Like um, the oh, – they had really good examples like the pirate with a heart of gold or like yeah. uh, the thief with strong morals. Like, you know, those juxtapositions. Yeah. So imagine if you're going for a student, you can maybe have like a perfectionist that is afraid to do anything like i know that's so me yeah i know well it's like (laughs) most teenage people yeah yeah but like maybe develop it to be a bit more interesting yeah if it's like a perfectionist that doesn't do anything you're like well what's their story i also need an i i tend to write stories with uh passive protagonists like things are happening to them see i despise those characters really because nothing like they're not creating any tension like, yes, yeah. I do like when, like, something happens to the character and that starts the story and then drives it. Yeah. Because you could have the character that's like, oh, my father went missing. That happened to them. Somebody sent me this message. That happened to them. Mm-hmm. And they choose to go on the quest and everything that happens on that quest is yeah. because of their choices. That's fine. Yeah. But if it's like, oh, somebody's like, you have to go on this quest. And then they start going on the quest and everyone just tells them stuff they kind of need to do. Oh, yeah. No, I can't stand that. Like, 
you know, like the original Alice in Wonderland, it's kind of like that. Things mm-hmm. just happen to her. Yeah. But in the Alice in Wonderland remake, yeah. she kind of has a bit more of that. She's got the desire to actually continue her journey. Yeah, she starts making choices and that makes yeah. it more interesting. Mm, that's a really good point. So yes, See, things can happen to the character, yeah. but they have to respond. And- oh, for sure. You have. I mean, there's no... You can't have any action or any growth without your protagonist reacting to certain situations. Yeah. And that's what's generating a good story is actually watching a character grow. Oh, I have a really good idea. Oh, yeah? It's a joke, but it's a really good idea. Because I was thinking of something in my head because there is a like person that I know that was very passive at a time in their life and things were just happening to them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then this kind of reminds me of like – Gym bros. So <gasps> the gym bro himbos. Yeah, the gym bro himbos. The guys join the gym for a very few reasons, but one of them is like severe heartbreak. And mm-hmm. so I'm just imagining a guy that has their heartbroken doesn't join the gym. Very passive. Guy that has his heartbroken joins the gym, bulks up, and becomes Spider Man. Very active character. Love it. Hmm. And that's that's my example of active versus right. passive characters. Okay, okay. Um, in terms of generating a story idea, I don't know what what route I want to take. Mm-hmm. I've written down a bunch of wounds. Wounds, love it, love it. But I don't. I see the thing with this is this is more generating the character rather than the story that they're about to embark on. Sometimes. I find generating the character first might actually help you figure out what the story will be. Okay. Because if you figure out what the wound is, you're like, what will challenge them and bring out that wound? Oh, okay. Or if you figure out what their flaw is, yeah. what story is going to challenge their flaws? If you figure out what their strength is, what story is going to turn that strength on their head and make them feel weak? Mm, Okay. Um, let me find some of my best, my best wounds here. These were definitely not brought up from personal experience. Strong eye contact. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I have, let me go through the, the fun ones. Um, you'll actually, you'll know which ones are relative to my life. Yeah. I will not make, um, neglect. Misunderstanding of a situation, a detrimental rumor, saw something they shouldn't have. I just, I'd have just stubborn. <laughs> That's the wound. <laughs> the wound is that they're so stubborn. Um, held on to important information. Did something illegal without knowing that it was. Something has gone undiagnosed slash mental health issue. Um blacked out traumatic events from the past and don't understand why they are the way that they are. I've done, I've used that one before though. Mm. Um, and then watched a parent die or refused to see them in their final moments. Okay. There's two that, two that stuck out, out to, you. to me. Yeah. One is that last one refused to see them in their final moments. However, I think that might however, be from onward though. Props. I was thinking about that movie the other day. Good movie. Good movie. Um, but I feel like that was very similar, similar to this short story that you wrote sometime in high school. Which one? The, the one that we were flipping through the book the other day. And 
Um, the mom needed a kidney or something. What? And then the daughter was like, yeah, I'll give it to you. And the mom's like, oh, we can start a new page. We can be like family. I did not write this. And then the daughter this. was like, stuff you. I just want to give you the kidney and leave. I did not write that. What? That was not me. Who was that? I swear it was you. That was, no. I swear it was you. I thought you might have been talking about the one where she wakes up and realizes that she, uh, realizes that she's a ghost. Yeah. Or the one where she um, was attacked at like an Ed Sheeran concert. What? Anyway, <laughs> I'm leaning towards the other one. They were both very traumatic stories. The other one I think has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. But it was one you kind of glossed over. Okay. Held on to important information. Yeah. Because I see this in different ways. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I, mean, I like, kept it vague. Yeah, well, it could be kind of things like they held on to important information and then maybe somebody else got in trouble for something. It could be mm-hmm. small, could be really big, like somebody else went to prison or something. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it goes under the seeing something that they shouldn't have. Yes, that's and kind of they kept quiet those two go together. And then it's kind of like, like imagine if they were a kid and they saw something that they shouldn't have um, and like it was between their friends, family and that. Like maybe their sister was the one that like, hurt the other kid but then this is like oh my gosh they hurt me yeah and then like maybe the other family was cast out of society and all of that like i'm imagining like kind of different yeah and so then like they never spoke up at the time and they held that important information and maybe that other family is struggling now yeah that's kind of the angle I that i was taking i um i think when i wrote it down both um saw something that they shouldn't have and held on to important information i think what i pictured was a child witnessing a parent having an affair See, I don't want the affair, though. Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking when I wrote it down, but that's not an angle that I want to yeah. take. I think to Why keep it me within Pretty Little Lies. No, I'm thinking, like, the selection. Like, does Mason oh. witness somebody having an affair? His dad? Uh, yes, I think he witnesses his does dad, he... like, beating his mom or something. Well, that. No, what story am I thinking of? Where like there's some, no, okay, I don't think it's the selection. No, it is the it is the selection. Uh huh. It is the selection. I'm pretty sure it doesn't come out until like the spin-off books of like the air. Yeah. And like the spoilers for the, the selection air. books, by the way. What? I said spoilers for the selection. Yeah, spoilers, books. guys. Um, yeah, it's for the air and like the, the crown. crown, and there's like this female advisor one of the top ones mm. and like the king like maxon trusts him so much and the daughter is like why like are you having an affair with them and it's actually like no um my father had an affair and she is actually my half sister oh yes i remember yes, that you remember that now i remember Gosh, that that's from years ago whoa that. it's been a while since i've read the air and the crown yeah you see i don't like the air and the crown but i think if i reread it no edlin annoyed me she annoyed me but i think it's because it was an attempt at a strong female character yeah but she was just annoying okay she was annoying yes but i gotta respect that there was at least an attempt at a strong character yeah that's true would you like a likable passive female or an attempt at a stronger female okay i know what i would prefer and i'm not gonna answer that question that i just yeah yeah anyway um Okay, so saw something they shouldn't have slash held on to important information. 
I I like it. Yeah. Even if it's just the important information one, I was just Yeah. I was just thinking like because they know it was important and maybe just eats them up inside that yeah. now they've missed this opportunity and other people have hurt. Yeah, others are suffering for it. it. Yeah. My dog is laying down on my lap. She's looking very cute right now. Mm-hmm. After she just attacked my headphones. Oh, no. Um, okay. We might. I just want to, I just want to mull for a little bit. Yep. Mull. Mulling. See, I don't know if I want that to be the core of the story or just something that maybe contributes to a character element. Because, he- like, if the character has held on to important information. I think I have a good idea. Maybe that then translates to them being quite, like, a bit of an introvert. Yeah. Rather than that being the cause of the story. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I have a prompt. Okay. And there are two possibilities that could tie into that. For okay. Prompt. And you'll see one of the possibilities is very evident. Okay. One day, everyone receives a glimpse of their soulmate, although no one understood at the time. As time progressed, stories have come out of those falling in love with those they saw or already seeing their partner's face. You didn't recognize the person you saw. But one day, years later, you see an interview with a new teen... Okay, I didn't read this far down. Clearly. (laughs) I didn't read this far down because I didn't want to spoil the prompt. But we don't have to go at the end of this. But like seeing the glimpse of Okay, what, Pat? I really like that. Wait, wait, wait for it. But one day, years later, you see an interview with a new teen heartthrob and immediately recognize them. It's up to you. And so like, that's the prompt. That's and so my little note is, it's up to you to reach out. They'll never find you. So it's oh many fans God. claiming to see him and wasting his time. Like, oh my gosh, years ago, I saw you. Like, mm. you're the one I saw. Yeah. But like, it's up to you to reach out because they're not going to find you. Anyway, that's cute. Like, I reckon you could I do that like story that. the other day. But yeah. no, but I imagine it's seeing the glimpse of your soulmate. I like that. So there's a two pathways. If it's like withheld important information, it's like you never... Pos- go after that person yeah then that's kind of like the important information or they withheld important information for another thing and that's why they kind of are the way they are like the backstory um but then with either the information ties into their soulmate or they're hesitant to go after their soulmate because it's a similar thing like they have important information and they mishandled it last time so how are they going to handle it this time interesting or you don't have to use it that's inspired I'm kind of for the teen heartthrob that's inspired kind of like a little mermaid-esque thought in my head um as in like no 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 um as in someone is saved and they only catch like a glimpse of the person that saved them before they like pass out or something yeah um and then they spend their time trying to find that person and maybe like the person's like doesn't exist or like they died so many years ago and it was actually like an angel that saved them. Why is that the turn I always take? I always try and make it supernatural or make it like twist ending. Okay. I have an idea. I have no clue, but maybe along those lines but also not really but Mm -hmm. maybe 
is um like yeah maybe they are saved by someone and maybe they that someone like tells them something before they dies and that's the important information and like that information needed to get to their family like straight away oh okay you see where i'm going but then they didn't and they could never find them and they didn't know who they were because like they told them the information then left and died somewhere else it's like a john doe or something yeah and so then eventually one day they think they find the person again and they're like oh my gosh it's you thank you for saving me and they're like who are you and it's like a brother like a a sibling okay so that's the sibling and they start falling in love with them but they know that they have this information that the family needed and maybe something happened to the family and it's like it's sounding a bit dear evan hansen i haven't watched that no but i like i like where that's going so like something that the family needed i don't know like what it could be something like they have a secret child or um like something about like their money or like land like maybe they were kicked off their land but secretly there's a deed somewhere or i don't know but something that like it's eating the person up inside but they're falling in love with the brother i think i've got something okay i'm gonna be quiet now okay so two people they're just like just students or something just regular people they're walking either i i don't I haven't decided whether they know each other or not yet actually you know what i've decided that they don't know each other cool so, so i'm picturing this at uni yeah. there is a particular crossing i want to be quite vague there's a particular crossing to get from one side of the road to the other where and the other has like the main area i was gonna say question is this near the bus stop no this is the top of the hill I have no clue what you're talking about. And it's like there's a pedestrian crossing and you just have to walk across it and hope that the cars are going to stop because they are legally obliged to, but they're also kind of not because it's not a zebra crossing. So it is near the Upper Hill bus stop. Oh, yes. So I was yes. right. Sorry, I forgot and there was a bus stop no. there. I forgot there was a bus stop there. Anyway. Oh, my God. That's where I'm, that's where I'm seeing it happening. So, so oh they're no, just – it happening – so they're just so this main character is they're just walking across the road, car comes out of nowhere. Okay, they wouldn't be speeding though. They wouldn't be speeding. No, no, no. But you can still get. Have you seen Offspring? No. Okay. Well, Patrick dies. Spoilers. It's like a ten-year-old show. It is. It's pretty old. Patrick gets hit by a car. Very quite, like quite softly. It's not a hard hit. Internal bleeding. But his internal bleeding catches up to him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if someone could speed along there. You don't know. Um, sorry, someone walking across the road. Car hits someone. Like, car, car's coming out the main character. Random person comes around, pushes them out of the way. Yeah. Saves them. Gets hit. Say this is at, like, night. I reckon. This is at night. More sense, yeah. Um, Coming from the uni bar. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? We're not having school-aged kids coming out of a bar. No, no, no. no. Protagonist sees the person in the car and then passes out. 
So where I see the story progressing from here is that there's this whole ordeal about trying to find the hidden run driver because obviously the the saviour died. Um, And maybe for our protagonist, the, the, like, recognising A, the car, and B, the driver keeps coming back to them, but they're developing a connection with the family. Yeah. So they don't want to, like, give any false hope or say the wrong thing or draw them back to being sad about the death. Or maybe – see, I'm imagining they come across a family, like, a couple years later. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't clarify that. I imagine, like – the case has been closed mm. and I'm imagining she sees how much it hurts the family. I don't know why I'm assuming a heteronormative relationship, but we are now. Um, and mm-hmm. she sees like, like maybe what happens is the brother has to do a whole bunch of stuff for the mum, like errands and all of that. Mm-hmm. Cause like she has to work from home or refuses to go out. And she's like, why do you, why do you do it? Like, Maybe that's a confrontational thing. Like, mm-hmm. why do you let her walk all over you? Like, why you like you can't pursue your dreams because she's demands so much of you, and he goes because she refuses to get behind the wheel. Oh, like she refuses to drive. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. And like, then she sees that her withholding that information because they like. The mum doesn't want to do that because she doesn't want to hurt other people, but also she's afraid that the killer's still out on the roads. Yeah. And she sees that withholding that information and not being able to discern the driver distinctively is actually, like, hurting. It's hurting her. And that's maybe when the family. they start to, like, she starts to take the next steps. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. I like, sorry, I'm still back at the start. I'm, like, no, developing a bit really, like, um, chronologically, um, I think how it would be that she gets back in touch with that family. I don't think that they know that she was the one. No, that he I think saved. it's by accident. I yeah, they they and definitely I don't, think don't they know, know that, that she's the one. That's what I agree with. Yeah, I think. So say this is taking place on a uni campus. They're just two two random people coming out of their like last classes for the day at night, and they happen to run into each other, and she. Maybe she strikes up a conversation with the guy who saves her. Um, and then, obviously, the hit happens. And What does he tell her, though? Or is it just, is it just that? I think it's just the identity that she's withholding. Um, yeah, I think maybe a couple of months pass rather than years. Maybe, like, this is happening at, in, at the start of one semester and at the start of the next semester – She's in a class with the twin brother. I'm oh, thinking a twin. I'm thinking with the twin brother. So she's like I'm seen thinking, this I'm guy. Not twins, but you know how some families and the siblings look so yeah. Like that's what I'm imagining. Because I'm imagining if it's, I'm just going really deep into the connotations here. Mm-hmm. But I'm imagining if it's a twin brother, it's kind of like she was meant to end up with the person who saved her, and the twin is just like the fill-in like a coincidental fill-in well but if it's it's, like a brother that's very similar it's like oh no this is who i was meant to be and like 
their brother saved me so I could live this life with them. You see what I mean? Yeah. Is it just me reading too much into it? I don't think I'm seeing a romance in this though. <gasps> no. Maybe a maybe a friends to lovers eventually, but I think in the span of this story, I don't I don't think it's. I don't think the romance will be resolved, but I don't think it's going to be like we're friends. I'm hanging out with you. I think it's the beginnings of the romance, and the resolution mm-hmm. is that she does help. Like she does confront and give the information and help them find their solace. And that will eventually pass the point of the short film. Eventually past that point, they will fall in love. It's not like we're friends. I think it's like they are setting out on a love story, Mm -hmm. but that's not the primary story. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Um, It's a budding relationship, but we don't delve into the actual romance. Yeah. Yeah. Because she can't let herself be in a relationship until this until is resolved. she uh, yeah and until she can't is emotionally be available until this is resolved yeah so i think she approaches being that active protagonist i think she approaches him so sorry i don't think i clarified before the brother is in the same class as her no i got that vibe you did okay well, so uh, she not vibe. you actually said it oh i did she walks into a class and he's there yeah and he's there and she like recognizes him and goes, oh, okay, cool. Just uh, more like for her own like curiosity. She goes and sits next to him. And... This is why I think it'd be really good if they're not identical. Because like I imagine, yeah, no, I get very, that. very, very similar. And so, for out of curiosity, she wants to figure out if they're siblings. Because mm, mm-hmm. if they're identical twins, you're like, it's oh, pretty obvious. Probably a brother. Yeah. And then that's why you probably wouldn't talk to them. Because you're like, I know that I'm the reason their brother's dead. Yeah. But if you're trying to figure out, maybe. Yes. I like that. Yeah, so she goes, becomes friends with him, but is still holding on to the, the fact that she is the person that his brother saved mm. and that she is beginning to remember the identity of the driver. I think... Because it's happening all on the same campus, I think she, as she goes back to that location, she has like flashbacks. I don't like flashbacks all the time, but I think not a flashback, but just a flash of memory can be really powerful. See, I'm imagining like a car would drive past and she would think that. Like, you know, like maybe stupid, like this is a callback, like a black cat crosses the road Mm -hmm. and she remembers the type of car it was like it, the, it's a black car like, yeah like she'll start remembering details okay i have two points i have two points i want to add two points two points in the loan i can't talk um one of them is i think the brother not the one that died the the um lot sibling sibling i think they didn't originally kind of live in the area like i imagine the original okay. brother was staying at accommodation for uni okay like, i imagine like either Student accommodation, regional yep. or like from somewhere else yep and that's who he was staying in accommodation and so then maybe like he is also kind of from far away i don't know how that would work though because how would he be looking after the mom would the mom have had to remove because i just imagined the reason why she hadn't seen them in six months and the reason why they wouldn't have known that it was her 
would have been like if they weren't originally around from the area. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm imagining because otherwise, like, if you lived in the area and, like, say my sister was hit, like, hit by a car because they saved someone, I would probably very easily figure out who they saved. Mm-hmm. Either by who's in the area or, like, it'll be on local news or something. So I'm imagining they were in a community that didn't allow them to know that it okay. was her. Okay, I see, I see where you're coming from. Oh, and the second thing. What was my second thing? Oh, yeah, it was good. It, it was a good wee-wee baguette. Mm. I'll come back to it. You'll talk. Okay. Um, I don't know if I want a mum in this situation. I like the regional idea. So maybe instead of instead of a mum in the situation, maybe like maybe the saviour had two siblings. Mm. Maybe he had a brother and a sister and they'd both maybe that's like a twin brother and sister. He's got like younger siblings. Okay. And maybe the sister refuses to drive. Mm-hmm. And they're both they've both come down like they've both come from wherever to the uni. I like this. As like a almost I want to finish what he started situation. Yeah. Um like maybe they had to do a lot of convincing to the mum to get there or something like yeah, like I That's also keeping with my um demograph like my cast demographic. Yeah, that, that's why I also agree. Oh, I yeah. remembered I remembered Yeah. So you know how like each character or something, you kind of usually give them like a couple of qualities. Yeah. Like, what they represent. Mm-hmm. And I want the main character to be curiosity. I think, hear me out, it's because she's not curious. She's okay. not a curious person whatsoever. If somebody like eggs her on, she's not like, oh, tell me about it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's why I think she doesn't really want to try to remember who the like driver is and that because she's, not curious, but also because of the pain. Yeah. And that, and that's why she doesn't be like, oh, why do you drive your sister everywhere? She's like, why are you letting this happen? And I was like, like, she's not curious and she kind of jumps to conclusions. Yeah. And I think through the story, she kind of learns curiosity a bit more. Okay. Because like, I think her flaw is that she's not curious, but it's also her strength. Because it yeah. means that she doesn't constantly chase answers in life. She makes yeah. answers. She doesn't chase okay. them, she makes them. Yeah, no, I like that. And I think the answer that she was telling herself after the person saved her is that their family was okay. They don't need the information. Yeah. And then when she – and then the first instance of her being curious is trying to figure out if that's the brother. Mm. That's what starts the story because that is what changes. She decides to be curious in that moment. Yes. Not that that any of that matters to making the film – but that's my No, thought. I like that. I like the curiosity being a really core part of who she is, both it existing and the lack of. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I like that a lot. I think she would have a really I think she would have a really tumultuous relationship with the sister as well from yeah. the get-go. Yeah. And not because of like any kind of toxic female friendship there, just because the sister is so cut off from everything because of sh- because of her mourning. Yeah, I agree. Mm. All right, I need to figure out. So now that I've got an established story and a kind of plot there, I need. What are you talking about? We have distinctive seats. Yeah, it's a kind of plot. 
I need just what what happens. Like how, even I don't even need like a climax. I just need a resolution so that I know how to fill in what like the 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 moment. Well, I imagine that like she's getting curious and developing feelings for the sibling. Uh-huh. And that and then she's getting more and more flashbacks. And then I think Yeah, this... I think it would flash from like this the brother's face to the savior's face. Yeah. Where she like looks at him sometimes. And I think oh, I had a really good idea. Mm. Another reason why she has a very tumultuous relationship with the sister is that she starts remembering that the driver looks a lot like the sister. Oh. And I think what happens is like like maybe she confronts the brother um about like driving or like doing all the stuff for the sister because it means like their relationship isn't very growing and it's like no you haven't had time to grieve because you're looking after your sister she's making you do all these things like yeah. you need to you need to grieve that kind of stuff confronts and it's like it's because she can't get behind the wheel she can't yeah she can't drive the the killer's still like his murderer is still out there mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to hurt anyone else yeah and that and so then maybe she feels driven to talk to the sister <laughs> driven <laughs> um so she talks to the sister and maybe either on the way to the talk to the sister or after finishing talking to the sister she sees the sister in a certain way and she realizes the last picture of the driver and it looks a lot like the sister mm-hmm. but it's not it's not the sister. it's not yeah no but i like, had that I thought i like, thought that could be an interesting plot twist but i don't think no, it would I don't think it'll be serve a, the story no. but i think that's the reason subconsciously she kind of could see the sister and the driver being the same person mm. and maybe she like finally sees the kind of difference and then the last scene is like either her going to the police station or her walking out of the police station yeah Ooh. Or like maybe you see her walking out the like walking in, talking or like not with any words, and then coming out, and then you like you see the brother and sister opening like a letter from the police, being like, "We'll be reopening the investigation due to newfound knowledge of like a witness." Mm-hmm. And then, like that would be the end. Yeah, the ends. It it's not so much a cliffhanger, but it's a resolution to her turmoil yeah and it's and it's not so much her and it um, kind of helps the turmoil of the siblings because it means that they will be seeking closure and getting closure. yeah they'll i don't think in this 10 minutes they're gonna find the killer no goodness no and i don't think it matters who the killer was no it matters that i think i going on the curiosity kind of like pipeline I think she's she wants to figure out who it was, but in her own time. Like like not not even like she's trying to figure it out by going back and seeing evidence. She's subconsciously trying to figure it out by like maybe diverting her path to where it happened. Yeah. And she doesn't quite realize she's doing it. That's why I think it's like it's one of those things that she's learning curiosity, but it's not by her choice. Yeah. It's just not like I want to figure out who the killer is it's like yeah it's coincidental and because of that things are changing yeah cool i think instead of i, th- I want to keep it quite 
an intimate story. I don't want to. I don't want to introduce the police station. But I think maybe it's they get a call. You think a call? I think that um, maybe you see um, the main character, like just you watch her decide to go and tell someone about it, Mm. Um, and that's when you get like rather than the snippet flashbacks you've been getting throughout the entire. I feel like there would be snippets of flashback, but they're very blurry. They're very dark. Only little bits of mm. kind of information are coming forward. But right at the end, just before she decides to go and tell someone, you get the full, very clear incident occurring. Yes. Um, what triggers that, though? I don't know. Maybe she's talking to the sister and the sister is like, I just have this feeling that like, this is what happened. I feel like, I think I know my brother saved someone. I think that's what happened. Mm. And like, maybe like she's telling what she thinks and that starts like voicing over like what actually happened. Mm. Maybe the, like what she says in their discussion is like maybe the pattern and the the tone of voice and the words that she's saying really closely aligns with the conversation they were having before he got hit. Well, I'm imagining maybe the brother, like the person who originally died, they started the conversation and whatever they said is the exact thing, exact thing the sister says. Yeah, that's that's what and I mean. That's yeah. what, like, and then like the way she's talking and that kind of reminds her. Yeah. Of like the brother and then she starts remembering and then she's like, sorry, like I, I need to do something. Yeah. Um, and like that I made you, yeah, maybe she leaves a note or maybe they get a call or something. Yeah. No, I think what would happen is she would make up her mind to go to the police station and then it would cut to the brother getting a call saying, hi, we've just, we're just calling to inform you that we're reopening the investigation into your brother's death. I think we should specify because we have new witness evidence. Yes, we have um, – yeah, because we have new witness evidence um, that develops the identity of the driver. Yeah, and I think that's pretty good because that has – her character resolution yeah but then it also means that for the rest of the characters it's the beginning it's the beginning of their resolution exactly yeah i think that's really good is like the ending is the beginning yeah and the bit the big but it also means that in the next story it would be the beginning of her falling in love yeah. with the bro yes whoop, whoop. yeah i think the the chunk the big chunk of the story is going to be the main character developing a friendship or a relationship with the brother and having him do things that remind her of what happened. Yeah. Well, obviously she didn't know this brother before no, he she died. Didn't. It was just so a fleeting meeting. So she doesn't know that meeting. many mannerisms. But yeah, I imagine just like small things, like I said, phrases. Yeah. Um, Maybe like a hoodie, the hoodie he was wearing, or like the bag. Maybe he has like the backpack or something. Yeah. Or like a jacket or. Or like maybe he has like a trinket that his like brother was wearing or would keep on the bag. Mm. Just like small things, like maybe like the he has like yeah a keychain, and when the car was coming, it f- flashed the metal, the metal flashed. Yeah. And so then maybe she's walking with the brother, and like it f- catches 
the light, but this time in the daytime and it gets in her eyes and mm. then she remembers a bit more. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what I'm picturing. Um, and what it's leading up to is her confrontation with the sister because the sister clearly, they have a, a bad relationship. They just, they don't talk to each other because. Yeah. I think, just, and she just sees the sister as like using the brother, but he yeah. can't grieve because she's like, she might think she's, she's kind of grieving leeching. too much and. Yeah. yeah, it's making him do all these things for her. But then we figure out it's because she can't, she can't drive. drive. Yeah. Um, because of what happened to the brother. And, and then it's then... their final confrontation that sets her over the edge of remember- remembering the entire situation. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it was the time that she she had made, I think it's because it's the time she had made up the most clearest answer in her head of like what the sister was and her motives. Mm. And when she was proved wrong. Because, like, she, like I said, she makes answers, not seeks them. Yeah. It means that the final answer in her head that she hadn't made up is finally given to her. Yeah. And that, and that's why I think it's a really good point to develop it there. Yeah. Damn. It's not the angle that I thought we would be taking at all. No, me neither. Look, if you choose to change it before you do the assignment, that's also totally fine. Mm-hmm. We just had a bop of a story. We did. And I feel like that's like I can see I it being developed in my head. I still wish that we had the teenage heartthrob. Okay, well. That one could have been a bop. Like, that's it could have been. Had waiting to be written. It really could have been. But this is a, a way more feasible story. I, yeah. Like as we've been going through this, I have been picturing scene locations. Literally and how same. I would how like how I would schedule it and like the kinds of people that I would get for the roles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd have to find two brothers in the drama department. Or just even two people that look a bit similar. I do know someone who did want to do performance at QUT, but they're, I think they're first year uni, but they're still a good feasible age. Mm. Nice. If they want to act. Yeah. Awesome. I... Uh... Trying to think if there's anything else really core to like my criteria that I need to develop or discuss. Let's let's go through it. So the core concept is hit and run, rem- like slowly remembering details, developing a relationship. That's kind of the main kind of themes of it. Yeah, and it's emotionally engaging to the audience because. It's an emotional story. Mm. It's about friendship and sibling love and just, you know. Moving on. Moving on. Grieving. Grieving in all different ways because they're all going to be grieving in a different way. She's She literally watched someone die for her. Yeah. So she'd be grieving in a different way to the brother who is grieving kind of by powering through as opposed to the sister who is just in a depressive hole. Mm. So it's also displaying those. Yeah. Um, so, sorry. Um, I didn't clarify. The main girl is like grieving by omission. Yeah. Yeah. She's just trying to forget it happened. Um, protagonist with clear external goals. She's trying to remember what happened so that she can actually help them. Yeah. Um, Cause she realizes that it's, hurting the family um clear emotional journey growing curiosity 
developing a curiosity. Um, Is her external goal that clear though? Because I imagine at the beginning it's trying to figure out if the brother is the brother. Yeah, it's definitely a it an evolving one, and I yeah. think um, it's. But it's clear what's happening to her and what she's choosing to happen. Yeah, she's choosing to like she makes the choice to go up to the brother. Mm. Like she could have, if she was truly like wanted to forget the situation, she wouldn't have even spoken to him, yeah. but she's making this decision to go and say, hi, mm. she's withholding the information that the brother saved her. But yeah, that, and that's also an active choice. That is, that is. Yeah. Um, and then the rest is just technical things about what I write. Decent. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, the actual assignment isn't the story. It's like the pitch. No, the I do. I believe my second assignment for this is to write the script. Oh. Um, well, yeah, you create about like 10, 10 page original screenplay. Then you can go back to this podcast. Yeah. What did I say that was good? I can't remember. Well, having this recorded is going to be really helpful. Yeah, usually we just do this on the phone. And then we're like, what did you say? Yeah. What did he say? What did you say? But yes, this is due next Friday. So, well, the um the pitch. Pitch. Yeah. Pitch black. The pitch document. I want to think of a good um log line for it. So, for anyone who is not aware, a log line, it's essentially I love a... that. I was literally like, what's a log line? <laughs> <laughs> it's... In the most simple terms, it's like a slogan, but not as catchy, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, like, if it, it's generally like the elevator idea. So, if you're in an elevator and someone's like, oh, what are you writing at the moment? It's that one sentence that you have to pitch the entire story. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. It's really hard. It's really quite difficult. I I don't think Where's I have my last. You know really well. It's quite easy. Yeah. Like birthday season. I have that log line down. Oh yes, absolutely. I'm like it's a. I'm like, what if everyone in the family had the same birthday and they just have to compete for the one gift? Yeah, I love that so much. Exactly. Oh, so so I think like familiarize yourself with the story. Yeah. Maybe flush it out as you need because then do it and then practice the log line on someone. Not me because I know what's going on. You know the story. Oh, you could practice it on me if you want. I could. Practice it on your co-workers. If they're like, oh, how are you going? And you're like, good, I'm working on this uni assignment. Do you want to hear my log line? Yeah. They're like, oh, what is it? And then you're like, oh. And then you give them the log line. Mm. My dog is very close to falling asleep. Aww. She was asleep before. Oh, she was? Yeah, she oh. was. It was very cute. So adorable. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think from my perspective anyway, that's kind of all that I needed to discuss about nice. this assignment. I don't think there's anything that I'm unsure about at this point, which is really, considering we've done this in 50 minutes, I think that's a massive achievement. Yeah, other times it's taken us how <laughs> yeah well my last story was really I, I really have a deep connection to the last story that I wrote in my screenwriting class which one was that one which was the um the story about 
the um the trans girl. Okay, it is one I'm thinking who of. Who had list. the the um the list on her arm. Long very, very long story short. Um this trans girl has a uh, a to-do list. Everyone in this universe has a to-do list that like appears tattooed on their arm every day and um for months this girl has find me. And it's Was it find me or remember me? Oh, remember me. Yes, remember me. And it's um about remembering who they are. So Congratulations guys, you just heard a log line. Yes. You just gave the log line. I just gave a log line. In this universe, everyone has a to-do list on their wrist. Yeah. And this one says remember me. It's about remembering them to ourselves. Yeah. Congratulations. That was a log line. I was waiting until you'd finish it to be like, guys, you just heard a log line. (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting here. I'm like, I wonder how this log line is going to go. Like, I could tell it was coming. Well, anything you start with long story short. When you say, yeah, if you say long story short or just to give you the idea. Yeah, that's a log line. That's the log line. Yeah. Like when you're pitching a movie to your friends, you might be like, oh, it's about these high school uh, people having a reunion with their families um, in like the woods and they're just having a wild time. Grown ups. Grown ups. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you can, if you can guess the movie, then yeah. we were actually doing that the other day and in that class, With we lines. had like bad log lines and we had to guess what the movie was. It was very good. Real sad. Elephant Actually, let me find some. gets thrown into abyss. Let me find Can one. Can you guess what that is? I, I missed it. Really sad elephant made of candy gets thrown into the abyss. That's inside out. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is devil. Why would you say that? That's just devastating. I'm really impressed you got that. Wait, 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 wait. I got this. Hot mama falls from sky with some bling bling. Hot mama falls from sky. Oh, it's not us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm cackling oh, over here. That's fantastic. The fact that I got that too. The fact you got that. <laughs> I've never been so impressed. Okay. Um, this is an ABC News article um i'm gonna find i'm gonna find a good one that i know that you'll know um a look at whether inanimate objects are lying about not moving toys toy story yep um for a second i thought it was just called toys like cars (laughs) no i I love this one i don't think you'll get it oh actually you might it's the logline is ryan gosling keeps his shirt on Oh, which movie is that? Which movie is that? The fact that you have to think about it the is fact so it's not funny. Crazy Stupid Love. No, it's definitely not Crazy Stupid what Love. What movies are Ryan Gosling in? I don't watch... Okay, confession. I don't watch many Ryan Gosling movies. Fair enough. It's um, La La Land. Oh, he keeps mm-hmm. his shirt on in that one? I know. That's one of the ones I would have thought. No. He, he definitely does not take it off. Um, I like this one. A talking frog convinces a young boy to kill his dad. What? Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. I was really out here just imagining the princess and the frog, but like with a twist. <laughs> yeah, no. Talking frog convinces a young boy to kill his dad. <laughs> that was really wild. Return of the Jedi. It's so funny. Um... Oh, I didn't send it to you, but it was a really funny Star Wars meme mm-hmm. slash joke. And it's like, why are 
the release dates for the Star Wars movies, like um, four, five, six, one, two, three. Oh, yep. Do you know where this is going? I don't. And then Yoda is like, I was in charge of production. No, in charge of production I was. That's so good. It was that's I actually pretty good. Cracked up laughing, and I was like, "Oh, I should send this oh, to Mozzie," and then fantastic. I didn't. I think you did. Maybe I did. It, I saw it on Facebook. It wasn't on Instagram. Oh, so you probably didn't then. So I didn't send it to you. Mm. But um, that just it rings our a bell. Star Wars humor. Yeah. Um, this is the last really one that I'll. The line though, it's fine. <laughs> this is the last one that I'll tell you before we wrap up today's pod. I want to see if you get it. Okay. Lost girl kills the first person she meets, then teams up with others to kill again. What? Lost girl kills the first... See, all I'm thinking is Stranger Things, but I know it's not that. No. Lost girl kills first person she meets, teams up with others to kill more. I don't got it. The Wizard of Oz. Oh... Why do I feel like I've heard that as a Wizard of Oz thing? Damn. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Well, anyway, that wraps up this special brainstormy episode of The Promptcast. Do you have any final words, Chloe? And we will catch you next time. time. <laughs>